You with SAFM making your way towards the news. That's coming up in 19 minutes or so from now. But now I get to speak to legendary Bridget Hartley, bronze medalist at the Olympic Games. How's it going, Bridget? Hello, how are you? We were just talking to a sports psychologist. Well, he's a psychologist who specializes in sports mm-hmm. out at the Northwest University. And they've signed a deal with Saskok. Is that something you do as, a, as an elite athlete, take advantage of psychologists? Yes, most definitely. Not because we have problems, but because <laughs> we need our mind to be uh, <laughs> almost put on the right track. Mm. Um, so it actually is an. I, I was really closely with the sports psychologist, Colin uh, Fillion, leading up to the London Olympics. Because he was also um, at Tux at the time, and um, yeah, we were quite closely together. It's, it's really good to kind of have somebody that you can talk to leading up to a big race. Yeah, the prof was talking about centering and, and switching off all the white noise and everything else around you and just focusing on the task. Yes, and sometimes you have a little bit of your own self-doubt and then they change that. Or sometimes they also just try and prepare your mind for what's to come. Some people don't really, like, you know what you need to do, but then, you know, there is that white noise around and then you kind of lose focus of what you should be doing eating, sleeping, and training. <laughs> okay, Bridget Hartley. So let's, let's, let's give you the following scenario. It's the day before an Olympics final. How do you sleep? So I slept terribly <laughs> the night before my final. I can imagine. But I had actually read an article, um, something about sleeping well and sleeping well, and um, I actually had slept well two nights prior to my final. I slept really well. And then an article had said that that's actually better, that if you sleep well two nights before or leading up to it and the last night you don't sleep so well, it, it actually isn't the end of the world. Mm. So that was, it was reassuring for me. Uh, and then you went to win the bronze medal, so that's okay. Yes. <laughs> so there we go, more proof to the pudding. Yes, exactly. So it was good I read the article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you hadn't, you would have been more nervous. Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay. All right, let's talk about 18 to 20 March, the My Life Doozy Canoe Marathon. How's things going? So I've really been enjoying my training this season. I'm actually kind of grateful that it's been pushed out um, by a month <laughs> because usually what happens is you try to say over December, there's not always enough rain, and then you trip the river a couple times, and then it's pre-races and racing. Mm. Um, whereas now, I feel like I've had, time to paddle down the river and do more training sessions, running with a boat and kind of spread my training out more than what I would before. Mm. So I'm actually quite excited for it because I'm used to training for about eight or nine months of the year before World Champs. So <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh, K1 this year, correct? Yes, yes, it's right. K1. So you've got to carry that boat by yourself. How's your running? So it's, it's getting better. It's not the best. Um, definitely not the favorite at running. I would <laughs> say I'm better at paddling, but then the rapid skills are slowly coming together. But I've, I keep saying to myself that I'm going to have a eureka moment come easy so that all of a sudden my running skills are going to come together. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> yeah, all this hard work. I've, I've been like putting the puzzle pieces together, but um, it's not like my first strength, but it's slowly coming together, which is exciting. And then you mentioned the rapids. Bridget Hartley is normally on flat water going as fast as she can for a shorter period of time. How does the doozy compare? What, what's the different skill for somebody who's never been in the boat? Yes, exactly. Well said. Um, <laughs> it's taking Bridget Hartley into the biggest challenge of her life all the time. Um, <laughs> crossing over from flat water to rivers, definitely. It's taken me a few years. Mm. This is only going to be my fifth doozy that I've ever competed in. But I've really, really enjoyed 
the tipping part and learning the rapids and learning the river as well. So I think for the first time I feel like I go around the corner and I don't get all nervous and freak out that I and maybe almost fall out my boat. Mm-hmm. I actually get to a spot and I go, oh, I know what this is. I know where to go. I know which rock to aim for. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling a lot more confident and enjoying the rapids at the moment. Because is that core skill, and I've sp- we've spoken to a couple of doozy races over the last few weeks, that core that you need to be able to stay centered, is is that all there from the flat water, or have you had to learn that as well? So I, I think that is there, but sometimes it's not only your core, it's about trying to be a little bit more relaxed in your hips. Right. Um, because sometimes people go down a rapid and they're a bit too stiff, and they don't let the, the, the water let the, the boat move. And, and then that's often sometimes what happens is that you, you're trying to, like, you stress out a bit and your paddle stroke increases, but a little bit infrequently, and then you can't brace, and then, or you do brace, but at the wrong time, and then your paddle goes in and you follow it. Um, so that's sometimes what happens. It's just about reading the river and increasing your stroke rate when you need to and throwing it down when you need to, and also paddling with a bit of strength out of the rapids. Um, you don't just go down a rapid and put your paddle in the air and think you're going to get down <laughs> easily. <laughs> okay, are you, do, you all these pre-races, they have a lot of races leading up. I didn't realize this until I've started having to talk to doozy winners. The amount <laughs> of time you guys spend on the water, it's not like you, you go around in circles on a dam somewhere. You guys are actually getting on there quite often. Yes, and training throughout the week, I mean, you're not doing hours and hours in one session at a time. Even leading up to it, you're doing at least like one and a half or two hour paddling, paddle run sessions, um, once or twice a week right. in there, if you really wanting to um, be right up there with the racing snakes, because you are racing between 35 to 40 something kilometers a day. Sure. So it is a good two and a half to three and a half hours of paddling, racing wise, not just paddling. Um, so the pre-races are really important, but not only as a pre-race just to get your your racing brain in, but also to learn the river at different levels and then Mm. see where you're at before the final event come 18 to 20 March. Um, It it sometimes can give you a bit of confidence to know that you you did a good job at one of the pre-races in a certain country and you also know, oh, I didn't really paddle well through there. Maybe I should go spend another day tripping that section or learn like a new path or something. Mm. So. Yeah, it's not just pointing a boat down the water and letting it take you down to Durban. Yeah, it's, it's more of an adventure <laughs> race, I would say. Uh, Running, paddling, adventure race. <laughs> the, the river is stupid full at the moment. The dams are overflowing down in KZN. So what's it like? It's actually been so much fun to be able to uh, go down during the week or on a weekend when you have a chance um, without thinking, oh, is there going to be enough water? Mm. It's more about you asking the question, what is the level? How much water is there? So um, I went down on Friday afternoon even, and it was really great because we had some big rain on on Thursday um, evening and Wednesday evening as well. So we're so fortunate, but I think more so that all the dams are full. Mm. I think that's the most exciting thing is that all the dams are full. And they, uh, I'm reading they're letting water out to give it an ecological flush. There's, there's always that doozy guts that, that plague some of the paddlers, so it looks as if you might get some clean water as well. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say clean, you know. Well, okay, clean. relatively cleaner. Cleaner. <laughs> cleaner. <laughs> um, I, I, I often have some issues from the water, um, but I did a couple, I think a month ago or something, but now I feel like, I think your body builds a bit of an immunity if you are in the water more often. You kind of get used to it, but you've just got to take precautions, probiotics, and hmm. always be ready to 
kind of have anything on standby if you if you do get ill. But it does definitely help being in the water more often. <laughs> Uh, my guest is Bridget Hartley. She's keen on giving the doozy a good crack, it says here. Well, you came second in the K2. What's it? It's 2018. That's three years ago now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what are your ambitions in the K1? So I'd definitely like to be on the podium. Uh, um, I think secretly as a, as a top athlete competing for South Africa for so long, mm. I'd love to win a doozy. I don't know when my year will be <laughs> that I could win a doozy. Because um, I think my whole paddling career, I've always wanted to win a river race, and I've only ever won a fish river, but I've never focused on the river races. Mm. So it's not like the biggest expectation, but um, I definitely like to be on the podium. And like I said, if something does, if all my stars align and I win, it would be absolutely amazing. Um, but at this stage, I'm just trying to keep doing my homework and then just try and you kind of aim for like the most flawless race that you can have in any event. So I think that's kind of the aim. I know you don't want to give secrets away, but when you hit Inanda Dam, that flat water, what's it? It's it's the end of a day and the beginning of a day. Would you put foot and just go as fast as you can, or are you going to have to use tactics to to ride the wake on a on a long marathon like a three day race? So the thing about when you get to Inanda is it depends where you start and who's around you at the time. But for me, I always find like you get to a flat section, I get this like relief that I can't make any more mistakes. Right. Or if I haven't made a mistake, I won't make a mistake. Um, so hopefully that's the the preferred option. But I get quite excited. And even if I'm tired, because flat water is actually my favorite, yeah. I will definitely go faster. Um, I think because I enjoy flat water with other people, they actually get a little bit upset. Yeah. I don't have to paddle so far on flat water. <laughs> it is tiring, of course, but for me, then I'm focusing back on my technique and getting every stroke in like I have done for most of my career. So, so yeah, I'd be the one that would try and push hard on the flat water. Okay, and then Olympic Games, are you got ambitions there? Oh, so, the Olympic Games have definitely not been written off. I'm still training as hard as I can, not only for DZ, but I'm also working at the moment, so I don't have the luxury of just being an athlete mm. full-time, um, but I'm enjoying working too. So it's not off the card, but at this stage, it just feels like it's quite a, it's like a bit of an unknown because we still have to qualify in, mm. May in Russia, and then so it's, we can't even say if I'm going if it happens. It's like, if I qualify, I go, and yeah. will there be a qualifying race? Um, so there's quite a few other questions, I suppose, that, don't make it quite simple to say, yes, I'm going to another yeah. Olympics. But I am a nominee for the the International Olympic Committee Athletes Commission. Um, so there's 30 p- um, nominees in the whole world and only four will be selected. So at this yeah. stage, I will probably be going to the Olympics right. for sure. But <laughs> when I'm competing as well, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I think it's, it's easier to sit with a flag on the side of the, of the water there. Yeah, yeah, but I, I do still like racing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then finally, you're on the NCC committee now, so you've been involved in putting the doozy together. Has that opened your eyes a little bit and shown you what goes into putting on this race and in such a difficult time? Yeah, so I wouldn't say that I've helped put the race together. I've been on the Natal Canoe Club committee, not the doozy committee. Okay. So I've, at oh, least, okay. I, I've at least been able to see what goes into it and the excitement built around getting sponsors and what's involved financially and like the the manpower behind it and then obviously the changes now with all the different rules mm. and stuff. So that's been exciting. But I'm more on like a lower key level where 
I would help organize a pre-race <laughs> at this stage. So, so I definitely won't take the credit for helping behind the scenes of the doozy. That's definitely not um, what I'll take away from um, the organizers, uh, Shane LeBreton and the, and the Canoe Club. But it definitely has been amazing to be around with the excitement and build-up of a new title sponsor mm. and being involved there. And then also I'll be paddling in the, in the My Tudor uh, my life uh, brand as well so I'll be part of that team Bridget Hartley good chatting to you good luck and we'll see what comes out in three weeks thank you so much Bridget Hartley uh, South Africa's most decorated sprint paddler she's decided she's going to take on the K1 at the doozy Uh, you can find out more at what's it doozy.co.za d-u-s-i.co.za